Welcome into another Red Out podcast. My name is Devin. Glad to be back for a another season of the Red Out podcast. And uh, we'll go ahead and jump into it. We're talking uh, some updates, football, national title, our Westerns Bowl game, and a lot more. So stick with us. I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone. And it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist. And I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you to BetterHelp. We appreciate their support. Uh, if you'd like to support us, you can go to betterhelp.com forward slash redout uh, and you know sign up, get a therapist. Um, like I said in the, in the spot, you can uh, choose who you want, work with who you want. It's very flexible. Um, you help yourself out and you also help us out. So we appreciate them. Matt, how's it been going, buddy? Hey, man. What's going on? Uh, not much. Been busy. I have a confession to make. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. It's been a while. I just got to get this off my chest, and I'm, I just want to say I'm sorry. But just ahead of time. But I want to say on uh, December 29th, Friday, the December 29th, the Lady Tops had a, a game against West Virginia State, and we had to figure out where we were going to go to eat. And I swear to Pete, my wife chose Zaxby's, and I did not. Oh, uh, I know. World is wrong. I told. I was like, "Listen, we are not. <laughs> we, this is going to take forever. Plus, I mean, it's Zaxby's." And like, it's it's the location right next to Western, so they're probably going to piss in our food. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm, I'm what you a know, nightmare. I can, I can just picture just, you were like, you were like, Devin can never find out about this. Yeah, I, I listen, man. I, I felt so guilty oh. that I, I needed to say that the first thing out of the gate, uh, just to get it off my chest, so we can have a good podcast. Because I didn't want that guilt. Oh no! Cloud, yeah, that cloud of guilt hanging over me. I respect that. I respect that. I appreciate you. It was it was poor that. service. It was really yes. slow. We almost well, were late well, to the game. It was nice having you on. Let me kick you off real quick. No, I, I degraded. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Uh, anyway. If you want to talk to yourself for an hour, that's fine. I'm married. I'm used to it. Um. Anyway. So, <laughs> um, I didn't say play with yourself. I said talk. <laughs> um, so, uh, first thing I have got to mention, I did not see this until I pulled up uh, ESPN, was that Nick Saban's retiring. Yes. Yeah, I saw Big that news. too. Um, I, I, actually, knew about that. I actually started doing some show prep like 20, 30 minutes ago. And I have gone down a rabbit hole on this and just got. Yeah, totally stuck. unprepared for anything else. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, it's just one of those where you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, um, that's huge. So, yeah, I mean, 
Western it, it, plays them next year too, so that'll be interesting if they're I'm, the juggernaut that they were, or if we actually have a prayer. So who do you think goes to Alabama? Oh gosh, I don't it could be Lane Kiffin. That would be uh, ugh, ugh. well, I yeah. mean, I know he's in the SEC West right now, but I mean he was at Alabama as a coordinator. Yeah. Um and he's kind of reached his ceiling at Ole Miss. Like it's really hard to win at Ole Miss, and the guys pumping out yeah. top ten teams. Yeah, um, which I, I can I can appreciate that. Um, I'm just saying I, that will be one of my top candidates. Like he's been there before, you know. Like he's a big name. I mean, there's not. I don't know. There's a there's a limited list of people that you feel like would be worthy of following up Nick Saban. Yeah, you know, I don't, and, and it's a tough. It, it really is a tough one. I mean, I'm not even. Uh, I think it's a hire that you got to get right out the gate because um, Alabama fans, similar to Kentucky fans, uh, are not going to put up with that. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. I've got. Well, to look at how often Auburn fires their coach. Like, if Alabama's oh, yeah. doing anything but winning ten games, like they're going to try to run the guy out of town. Yeah. They're, oh my God. We haven't even made it to a national I mean, even, title in a year. Yeah, yeah, like Alabama loses two games in a year, and they're like, well, I think Saban's lost his touch. He's My got God. Six, he's, got, he's only got six national titles, and we got 14 overall, so we don't need him. They paying him too much. He ain't doing nothing. Yeah, he's he just barking around to his BMW dealership in Nashville. <laughs> his wife. Duck commercials. Okay. I don't know if you remember this or not. Do you remember a few years back they had that whole scandal where Saban's wife was in Dallas and they were like, oh, my God, he's leaving Alabama <laughs> and he's going to coach in Dallas and blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Uh, that was the that was the funniest thing for me. I was like, why would he leave? I yeah. mean, Texas going to pay you more, but he's pretty comfortable there. So, um, yeah, no kidding. Uh, but yeah, that was a, that was a big uh, that was a big scandal a few years back, and it was just like that was completely wasted. Um, but I guess the biggest thing, uh, Western news wise, was the bowl game. I oh. mean, we had uh, we had I mean, poor Turner. We had poor Turner since we talked. We have we have had a lot. Um, the uh, poor Turner Helton was oh. uh, God bless kind him. of kind of beaten up a little bit. Um, I'm not going to run him through the muck because, I mean, he's a freshman, right, or sophomore? I mean, he's a young kid. Yeah, he, he's a young guy. And this is his first start, really, um, against a collegiate team. And he he had a, he had a rough start. He, he really did. Um, and I'm not going to run, you know, not going to run Austin Reed through the dirt either. Um, that was his decision to make. Um I'm just wishing him the best in his professional career, and I'm hoping everything goes well for him. But the big story is Caden Veltkamp, Warren County, South Warren standout, right? My boy. Yeah. Brandon Smith taught him everything he knows. That's right. Um, Evidently, because the kid went off. Uh, 40 for 52, 383 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. So he he did amazing. Um, before the game, rumor was they were going to move him to tight end because he's like seven <laughs> foot tall. So right. there's that, but you yeah. know, I can't, that, that, <laughs> by the way, that just kind of blows my mind that they really were trying to, to keep him at tight end. Like he, 
I mean, he's a legit prospect that could turn into something. Why would you want to move him around? I mean, he's built like a tight end in their defense. Yeah. And he's He's a good runner. 235 pounds. Mm -hmm. Well, and I actually heard from a a source, you know, like somebody close to the team, whatever, um, not directly on the team or anything, but like that the impression of Caden before the game was like, he's kind of, he's a little scared to throw. He's kind of lost his confidence, whatever. And I'm like, okay. And then, and then he's the backup in the bowl game and it ends up, you know, Turner gets, gets beat up and then Caden comes in and I'm like, well, this is probably not going to go very well. And then he does. Know, right? <laughs> yeah. But like everything I've ever seen from him, like in person, the way he carries himself, whatever, like I've always been impressed with him. And the, the kid definitely has an arm and he's, he, he looks like a prototypical quarterback. And then he's six six, and he he runs like a deer. I mean, he really he's an impressive uh, uh, specimen, like in terms of especially at Western to have a six six guy that can run and throw. That's like a. I mean, if, if he could develop into something real, um, that's kind of like a pro prospect type of player. Yeah, but he, I mean, obviously you got to see all that development happen. But and I mean, he's got the height. I mean. Mm-hmm. And evidently, he's he's able to handle himself under pressure. I mean, there's a lot of things going on here that you know he can he's can honestly do really well. I regrettably did not get to watch the game because I was I had to work because they scheduled a flipping bowl game at two thirty in the afternoon. Sorry, that's true on a Monday, right? On a Monday, Monday, yeah. Like, who gets to watch a bowl game at two thirty? You know, East Coast USA time. Yeah, and the frustrating thing for me is I have scoured the internet and have been unable to find it anywhere. And I'm really? like, seriously, yes, I'm very frustrated because I I want to go back and watch it. This is I amazing. Think you can watch it on ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus. I do. I do. I, I do. You, I, do. I think you could. I'll have it. to look. Well, I checked Hulu, and Hulu's junk. Hulu is junk. I tried to check it crap. if it's on there. And it didn't. It didn't do it. I don't know if it would just didn't record it or what, but it didn't do it. So might as well call it hoodoo. It's just a bunch of exactly. Hoodoo. It's a bunch of junk. Ain't no worth. Ain't worth junk. Crap. Bunch of junk. Not Jack on this podcast, first one of the year. Good lord. Anyway, um, I know, but I mean, Western won the bowl game. Congratulations to the tops. Uh, really proud of them. They did really well. Um, How about the comeback? Obviously, that's a big. I mean, I mean, the greatest thing in the history of the world is them kids is ODU's fans' faces watching Western go freaking nuts on that field. Is that's that's all I'm saying? <laughs> I was so excited about that. I saw that and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Honestly, I think I checked the score earlier in the day, and then um, I, I got home from work and did all that stuff, and you know, dealing with a kid and everything, and. Then I checked the score again, and I was like, holy crap, man. You know, 38-35 in overtime, and we won it. Because, I mean, we were down pretty good, if I remember right. It's 28 to nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, ODU, poor ODU has got the Atlanta Falcons luck, right? <laughs> yeah, right, 28 to 3, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, it's just so typical. Like, you think about all the, the times that we played ODU in football. 
the one time that they beat us was when Sanford A didn't have a clue what he was doing, and then B we literally had to crap ourselves at the end to even give them a chance, and that was Dude. their one win that they've ever beaten us. We spotted them twenty eight points in the bowl game, and then we came back and really had a chance to win in in regulation if we wanted to, and ended up winning in overtime. And uh, it's just so typical <laughs> against ODU. At um, the start of the second quarter, it was twenty-eight to nothing. Mm-hmm. It was twenty-eight-seven at halftime. I think. I think we scored. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I was just about to say. And uh, Caden Velcamp came in, um, scored a quick one, twenty-eight-seven, and then apparently him and Dalvin Smith are like the best of buds ever. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> um, let's see, he got Dalvin Smith got. 21 points, basically. Two targets, so... Oh, yeah. Did you see those catches? The one-hand catches? One of them was bad. Oh, well... Okay, you want to know where I saw... I'll tell you where I saw my highlights from was the Pat McAfee little clips. Yeah. Dude, Pat was a Western fan on that night. He loved everything he was watching, and I was so excited watching that. Yeah. Um, Dalvin got a couple good one-handed grabs. I mean... I mean, one of... The first one was incredible. It was like the... um, you know the the Odell Beckham yes. thing, where he you know kind of reaches up over and and snags it out of the air like it was nothing. And then the yeah. second one was like superhuman, like he's running yes. and Veltkamp throws a bullet like two feet over his head. He just calmly picks up his hand and catches it backwards, <laughs> and then it's just tucks like it in, and then fin- and didn't lose a single bit of speed. I mean, it was like he was a freaking robot. I don't know how he did it. And then he makes it to the corner of the end zone. Like it was so amazing. It was the smoothest, oh, incredible so catch I've ever seen. Like. So much fun to watch though. I mean, yeah. those two, I'm I'm hoping Velcamp is coming back. Is Caden mm-hmm. coming back? Do we know? He he uh unless he changes his mind, he has decided to come back. Woohoo! So he was in the transfer portal. Um, we've told him that we want him at quarterback. And he's got a chance to fight for the starting job next year, which is and so Dalvin exciting. Smith will be back too. Great, honestly, those two are a great tag team, and I cannot wait to see how this goes. Um, but definitely, uh, starting in the second quarter, Western scored. You know, or ODU scored first. At Western scored third quarter. Western scored. ODU scored, and then it was all Western for the rest of the game, and that is amazing. Nineteen seconds to go in the game. And uh, Veltkamp throws to Hutchinson, and then we're going into overtime. Yeah, on fourth down, 15-yard pass for a touchdown. So amazing. 19 seconds to go in the game. That is amazing. Uh, And I am so just – I mean, honestly, the year – I mean, I guess if you want, we'll do a little quick wrap-up of what we thought of the year for Western. But, um, you know, what were your thoughts as far as WKU football season – yeah, I mean, there's several ways you could look at it. I mean, obviously, we, it felt like it should be the dream season this year. Like, you had everything coming into place. There was no, like, like there was a star at every position. Like, you had somebody all-conference predicted preseason literally at every position group. Um, and you had some of them were multiple and stuff. You had some positions that you knew were going to be solid, and then there were some that you kind of wondered, like, okay, hopefully somebody steps up, but we should be okay. 
we've got a superstar in there. You just need somebody that doesn't absolutely suck. Right. Mm -hmm. And we should be fine. And as, as soon as the season started, you realize like, God, there's, there's a bunch of injuries going on here. And then, you know, like, um, you know, there was some adversity and then the offense doesn't look as strong as it probably should and whatever. And it was just really frustrating the whole season, I guess, ultimately like, Big picture, we had so many injuries. You know, I talked about every position group had a superstar in it. Every position group also had an injury in it this year. Um, mm -hmm. Like if you look back, every single one, or they had some kind of eligibility or something, every single position group from your long snapper to your quarterback, whatever, somebody had to sit out for some reason. And um, so – for us to be able to ultimately win eight games and win a bowl game, like I think it was enough that it's not a, it wasn't a disaster. Like you salvaged what you could. I think if we had lost the bowl game, it would have felt a lot different. But winning yeah. the bowl game, I think it salvages enough that you're able to move forward um, and not like lose a ton of momentum. Um, but there's also that part of you that's like, God, that was when could it be more perfect than this year? And it just, it didn't happen. And it's, that's the frustrating part is like they had their chances, even with all the injuries, they still couldn't put it together. And there was just, everything went wrong with this team and you still won eight games. Yeah. So I don't know how to feel, but it's slightly okay. <laughs> I agree. Um, <clears throat> I think a lot of our problem was, is the hype. I think a lot of our problem was the hype this year. And I think a lot of people were hyped up to the extent that, um, I don't think the team could have lived up to it. If, if somebody had come in and said, uh, you know, Western's going to win four games this year, you know, they're horrible, blah, 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 blah. And we ended up with an eight, five season, you know, a lot. Of, I mean, I would have been happy. It's a completely different story, you know? Um, I see you've got the crud too, dude. I'm just choking on some water. <laughs> First time drinking. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, but I think a lot of the hype was there. I mean, we had, a, like you said, we had a lot of superstars that were preseason, um, you know, preseason all Conference USA players. And we were, I mean, Austin Reed was back. We thought we had a lot of pieces in place to do very, very well. Um, and even two games into the season, I don't. I think we all were like, "This season's going to be awesome." Uh, I don't think there was a doubt in anyone's mind as far as like what was going to happen, because we thought. I mean, at least in our minds, we thought everything was going perfectly, and Western was going to win out. We'd win the national, not national title anyway, but uh, you know, we'd win conference USA title and um, you know, the group of five and all that. Yeah, I mean, we New York Six Bowl, and you know, mm -hmm. we'd be on. You know, they'd meet the president and all that stuff. But anyway, um, and he'd talk about Jackie Robinson. Sorry, side part. Anyway, um, but <laughs> um, the, it's just, I think there was a lot of hype there, and I think once the injury started coming in, and like when Austin Reed lost a lot of his targets he was unable to continue. He was, he was being shut down. Um, well, I mean, in and, one of those and, games, he had his top like six guys out. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. How, how are you supposed to throw to your seventh best receiver? Yeah. As now your starter. Like, yeah, they're, I mean, it I was mean, almost, it was, it was like they were getting receivers from Lowe's. I mean, you know, it's like, where are you getting these guys? Oh, you um, can reach the top shelf. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Come on, dude. It's like, if I throw this a little high, can you catch it? All right, good. We're good. All right, let's go. You're coming with us. Um, can, but, can you walk? Our receivers can't. <laughs> but, like, seriously, like, I mean, there were so many games where there was a lot of receivers injured. There was, I mean, receivers, running backs. I mean, you didn't know who was really going to play, and Helton is not going to tell anybody who's going to play. Heaven forbid the other team has an advantage and knows who's going to play. Um, but right. we, uh, I mean, I don't, right think, message. I don't think anybody saw, I don't think anybody first saw that Liberty was going to be as good as they were. Um, Liberty was a tough team mm-hmm. as bad as I hate to admit that. Um, I would not be surprised if there was a recruiting scandal later, but, um, just saying, um, but, <laughs> uh, no, I mean they they're very they were a very good team. They're a very tough team. Uh offensively, they were freaking hot rods. They just took off and would leave us in the dust. And it was a very frustrating thing. Now later on in the season, I think the frustrations kind of kicked in a little more because I think we expected to have another shot at Liberty. Um mm-hmm. and that didn't happen. Honestly, I agree with you hundred percent on the bowl game. If we had a lost that bowl game, I'm pretty sure the WKU fans were would have lynched freaking Austin Reed in effigy or whatever. They would have gone after him very badly. Um, I thought they went after him a little too harshly anyway, and that's kind of why I wrote the article in his support. Um, mm. Because at the end of the day, he's a 20-something kid who is looking at a possibility of making buku amounts of money in the NFL playing uh, the sport he loves. And, you know, as somebody who used to play football, I 100% support him in that. And if I could have that opportunity, I would have taken it too. If I had to sit out and be the bad guy, I would have sat out and been the bad guy. I mean, listen. Ultimately, like he, we pretty much know that he he had some kind of – semi-serious injury like it was something that like if he gets out there and gets banged up at all he could never play football again and i understand that's that's football or whatever but like it was fragile enough that it's like he could literally just go through his routine and blow out his leg right i mean which i don't think i don't think up and lose it you know like yeah really and and i don't want to and i'm not fan shaming or anything but my point is is you know, I feel like there's some fans out there that are like, you'd leave it on the field. If you die on that field, it's a great thing. And you're like, no, these kids have a future. Like, I want them to go yeah. on to the NFL and go, you know, for instance, Austin Reed, Western Kentucky University. Like, that's that's a great thing for me to go to see them at that next level, making money, doing what they like to do. I'm happy for them to be able to do that. And I am 100% behind them. Um Yep. I'm I'm with you. After after everything else came out, like I was kinda in the camp of like, okay, why are you sitting out? You know, like he it's almost there was like something it, else to the it. way yeah. it came across the way it came across was like he he thinks that he's 
good enough and he's going to be drafted so he doesn't have to. That's how it felt like it came from, yeah. from finding it out. But that's not really it what wasn't the case true was. In yeah. yeah, yeah. So it ended up being like, okay, we, we built this narrative in our head, but really he wasn't being a diva. He was just making sure that he freaking made it to yeah. the the draft process. Like you, you, you it doesn't matter if he throws 500 yards in the bowl game, he can't walk for the the pro day and he's incapable of functioning. Like I mean, he he needs to be able to function for the for the big stuff and unfortunately the toastery bowl is not going to move the needle against exactly. ODU who freaking sucks. Like it's not going to do anything for him if he throws 500 yards. It will do something for him if he, you know, throws eighty percent in the uh, East-West Shrine game and looks like the best prospect in the East-West Shrine game. That's going to help him. So, exactly, do the math, people. Like, I mean, he's got to help his. He's got to help help his draft stock and do better. And you know, I am a hundred percent. I'm fine with that decision. I mean, it even gave you know Caden Veltkamp the opportunity to step up and look like the amazing player that. He is, and I mean, I mean, I know a lot of people probably already knew that beforehand, but um, he he was able to deliver, and that was a great thing to watch. So the coaching staff didn't know they they thought he was a tight end. <laughs> yeah, they were going to move him tight end. So there's that too. So, um, so we got a lot of basketball updates real quick. We'll get on get yeah. into. Um, let me see here. Sorry, I got to make my note. Um, make my note on my timestamp here. So I got it for the uh, show notes. Um, Lady tops. We got to find my right tab here. Okay. Um, the last game I think we discussed, was that ball state or Oregon state? I think they'd already played Oregon Let's state. See, our last show was the 14th of December. Okay. So we did talk about ball state cause that was the 10th. Yeah. Okay. So I think Abilene Christian was the next game. It uh, looks like Lady Tops won um, 72-68. Uh, did you watch that game? What did you think? Yeah, I was there for, I think, I think most of it. I think I showed up late or something. Um, <clears throat> forgive me, Topper Nation. I'm sorry. But anyway, um, yeah, it was a really, uh, really tight game, um, you know, back and forth. And um, really impressive to see, like both teams were playing well. Um, you know, it's a pretty high quality game, and they were both teams were ready to play. And Western found a way to gut out a, a tough win against a, a pretty decent opponent. I don't know how good they've ended up being since then, but it was a quality ish type of opponent, and they they took care of business. Um, so even though you look at Abilene Christian, you're like, okay, whatever. Um, yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they 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 did a good job in that game. Um, you know, we just kind of run through and talk about what happened next. Sure. Yeah, go schedule. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you want to go through? No, you go right ahead. I'm making up okay. a couple show notes. All right, quick. so next we – okay. We went to um, – Okay, man. Um, so <clears throat> the Missouri State Classic, we went to Springfield, Missouri, and we played Nevada. Um, so Nevada uh, is a pretty big name in men's basketball. and women's basketball, they're kind of average. Um, uh, but 
it was a nice, uh, again, going on the road to a neutral site, randomly in the middle of December on pretty short rest. They, they played two nights before, uh, and they played this game really early. You're thinking, like, okay, they're going to be unfocused, they're going to look terrible, whatever. Well, they ended up uh, winning that game by six, 66-60. Um, and then they took on Missouri State, who is pretty decent. And this was at their place. And they were down most of the game, and they ended up only losing by one. Um, they made a furious rally right at the end and almost took the lead. And so, um, you know, you kind of you like to see the fight. Um, you know, at this point, before that game, they were – uh, excuse me, after that result, they were eight and six. So um, the Lady Tops have honestly played a pretty darn tough schedule. Um, they've had some power five teams. A lot of the teams that they played um, are ranked or are really close to being ranked. Like Vanderbilt, I was looking in their non-conference. I think they lost one game and Western almost beat them. Um, you know, Kansas State was a game that we, you know, they they were ranked and still are. And, you know, we, we hung around. They they did beat us pretty handily. But, you know, we were within sixteen in the final score against a ranked team early in the season. Like you kinda you kinda take that. Um, Oregon State, like, you know, you don't go in expecting to win that one. So a lot of tough games that we've played. And uh, I thought they had some good showings um throughout December. Then they went and played uh or we played West Virginia State back at home in Diddle. Um, and absolutely, like it was a, an absolute show. Destiny Salary is one of the newer names that she got approved to play in early December. And she's done nothing but lead the team in scoring. And she was on pace to get 50 well into the second half. And then obviously she sat because they were winning. They ended up winning 97 to 39. Um against West Virginia state. And, uh, oh, wow. yeah, it was just, it was a really impressive, like wire to wire type of victory. It was nice to see the bench be able to get out there and just continue to play well. And honestly, West Virginia state, obviously they're division two, but they're not a, a crappy division two that you think like, we're definitely going to blow this team out by 60, but we did, we won by, um, by 58, and it was just an it was an impressive showing. It was what you want to see, like when you schedule Division Two, like you you should see a hundred to forty, and that's basically what happened. Um, and then to open Conference USA, Western goes on the road to Liberty, which uh, you know maybe the the Liberty rivalry is budding a little bit, um, but. Uh, you know, Liberty was came out and they took a, a pretty sizable lead. I believe uh, they may have been up as much as maybe fourteen, maybe more than that. Um, but they were up a good chunk. <laughs> Excuse and me, sorry. Let's see, plus eleven, plus fourteen. Uh, it might have been fourteen. Um, I'll double check that here. But um, they were up a, a good chunk and yeah, ended up they were up. They were up seventeen to three with four twelve to go in the first. Right, and they had another. I think they had another fourteen point lead a little later than that. So they yeah, started 26. out hot. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, just just going through the scroll here. Yeah, there's 
several uh they were way up and then finally was able to uh get a late charge there but go ahead sorry yeah no that's great so um one thing that western has done pretty well is kind of finishing some quarters i think that helped um you know the first quarter you know you get a three-pointer from Aaliyah pitts and it ends up being a single digit lead instead of being you know 11 12 13 points um at the end of the day even though you're down 14 you're only down eight after the first quarter um and western just kind of wore them out i mean uh, western presses just about the whole game and it just created some chaos and liberty looked like they were about to barf at the end of the game <laughs> it was uh is pretty fascinating to watch. I mean, they were completely gassed, and they just didn't seem to have much. Um, then the fourth quarter, they, you know, Western took the lead, and then Liberty did fight, and um, ultimately the tops were able to pull it out. It was really tight the whole fourth quarter, um, like less than five points, um, but Western maintained their lead and ended up getting a quality win um, against Liberty. Liberty's women. I think are way better than their record. I think they are after this loss, they were five and 11, but they had played like four power five teams. And, um, you know, they, they had several, several quality losses, so to speak. And they had this huge girl, six, six last name was Smuda. Um, Bella Smuda. Um, and my Lord, she is, She's big and she's good. I mean, she can really play and she's their leading scorer. And we did a great job. Odeth Betancourt just absolutely gave her all kinds of problems. I mean, she couldn't really get shots up. Betancourt is like somebody that's kind of been a role player, but she looked like an all-conference defender. Like she was amazing that night and really just made Smuda's life really difficult. And so I think like – the lady tops have put themselves in a position that um, it really looks like they could contend for conference USA title. That was one step. They play Sam Houston tonight and they actually should have just tipped off. Um, And uh, so I'm interested to see how they play tonight. They should beat Sam Houston right now. They're 30 seconds in and there's no score. Um, But anyway, I I really think, if you're not paying attention to the Lady Tops, pay attention. They have a really good roster. Say what? I said they uh, – it looks uh, like it is three to really one. Roster, and uh, I really think they're going – Sam Houston's up three to one, sorry. Okay. Yep, three to one. Um, oh, Sam Houston up three to one. Yeah, that's all right, man. Um, I don't know if I'm breaking up or if you are or whatever, but anyway, um, I think, I mean, Topper fans, you know, the guys are obviously doing really well, but the the ladies also deserve some attention because they're a quality basketball team and they've really got some pieces that, uh, you know, like they, they really gel well together. Um, I really think that they could do something this year. And I'm making plans – to try to go to Huntsville. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm probably going. And, uh, you know, we're going to go down there and we're going to win us some championships. There we go. That sounds exciting. So go Lady Top. Matt is going because he is a true fan. They deserve some support. 
Collins getting it done finally. Uh, so Dude, it's a blast, it is, man. If you have never been to a conference tournament, conference basketball tournament, you gotta go. I was gonna say I'm gonna have to make time and go to one of these. Um, <clears throat> but yes, I mean it is. I, I mean it's great to see the uh, lady tops doing so well. You have to, man. Uh, it's in Huntsville. Like it's really not that far. Yeah, yeah. I, that sounds uh, that sounds great. I'd love to do it sometime. Um, wait till my daughter gets a little older, and I'd be glad to take her with me. So that'll work out perfectly. Um, well, I mean, she does like doing some things like that. So she, you know, she may enjoy watching like a lady tops conference, you know, or even, you know, even making a couple games once, you know, she gets a little older. She does not have the attention span right now to sit and watch a full game. You know, it don't matter who is playing. It don't matter if there's a bunch of three-year-olds that she knows playing on TV. She ain't watching that. (laughs) Dude, my daughter, man. Uh, uh, Riley, my older one, she's yeah. like getting in into it. Like she's really, well, yeah. like, really gets That's it. Genetics, she's, like, she's like, daddy, it's yeah. Right. Exactly. She's like, daddy, it's 44 to 40, you know? And like, um, you know, we're winning and whatever. And, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, go defense. And I'm like, baby, we got the ball, but good job. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we do not cheer for Sam Houston in this house. Yeah, what is wrong do, with you? There will not be any bare kitty cat <laughs> cheers going on in this household. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it's kind of funny watching her figure stuff out. But she she's really getting into it, man. I'm, I'm impressed. She's got a little bit of her daddy in her for sure. I was going to say, there's no denying that kid, especially with the uh, Western cheering. I can't wait till she like gets old yeah. enough and paints her face and all this, and you two go to a game, that'd be funny as I'll get up. Look, oh, look, there's a father-daughter with uh, their chest painted. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> so, Western... Uh, Western, on, uh, we'll update. We'll update the uh, the Western Sam Houston score <laughs> for uh, the record. The that's not happening. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, uh, anyway. So Sam Houston, uh, we'll update that score uh, throughout the night, and I will post the updated score uh, towards the end of the episode. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube or any of the other outlets, I'll post the update on there so that you can see the score. Um, but Western uh, currently playing Sam Houston scores 10 to seven right now. Um, and then Western will be playing uh, Jacksonville the state, the, the ladies, ladies, ladies right now. Um, and then dudes, uh, well, shoot dudes are got a guy going on too. I didn't realize they were at the exact same time. Okay. Well, we'll update both of them. Um, as we go along, uh, the guys is right now it's five to four. So, so, speaking of men's basketball, got a little bit of a men's update here. What are you thinking? Uh, how are you uh, feeling so far going into conference play, Matt? Oh, Devin, man. This is what I've been waiting for all night. Let's go. Um, God, I, I'm excited, man. Like, I don't know if you – like, I don't know if you've seen some of the stuff, but, like, this is the best start since 2001 to 2002. Um, 
And uh, like, I know everybody's like, oh, we had this week schedule and whatever. And it's like, you know what? Maybe. But it's time to appreciate what what he's done. Taking, yeah. uh, you know, like he took over a very mediocre team last year, lost a bunch of players, lost the, you know, Davion McKnight and some of these other guys that were pretty key. Jarius Hamilton, like there were some pretty key players that we lost from last year. And he's just taken right back over. And it's incredible um, that he's got us at 12 and three right now. I mean, I, of all the the possibilities that you think of heading into this year, like, you know, I guess in theory, the best possible result would be like 14 and one or something like you, each of these games we could have won. But I mean, realistically, do you really think in your wildest thoughts that WKU would be 12 and three right now? I, I mean, that was like, I mean, I think we all, I mean, I think we all kind of assume this was a rebuilding year. So yeah. I mean, I think like get a winning record. Throw it off. Yeah. Yeah. Get a winning record. Well, now we like, if we get a winning record and that's it and we don't reach 20 wins, we, something just exploded within the team. Like, something disastrous just happened. Like we've got to raise our expectations to like, this team's going to win 25 games, you know, like we're on pace to, uh, to slay it. And conference USA, there are some teams that are, there are some quality teams in conference USA, but there are some, uh, hopeless <laughs> also rands that are also in the conference. Like middle had an injury and they look like, a middle school team. I mean, they're so they're not very good right now, um, and I think there are some other ones that that haven't been that great. And so it's an opportunity for WKU. Like it looks like it's Western and Liberty and maybe La Tech, but they lost to Sam Houston uh, last week. So uh, on Saturday. So I mean, who stands in Western's way? I mean, it really looks like if Western pulls their stuff together. Western should be the favorite right now as opposed to, you know, maybe third or fourth or whatever, and maybe you can find your way to a championship if you get lucky. It might be that WKU is the one seed and has one or two losses in conference heading into conference tournament. Like, it's completely changed from, like, I hope we just don't suck to this might be the year. I was going to say, so is this your – we're going to break the – I mean – Obviously, icing on the cake, we make the we make the dance. Uh, so, if we just theoretically shat the bed, you know, is this just like ooh, it's rebuilding, or do you just go, well, it's it it was an easy, it was an easy non-con, right? Yeah. Is that what we're going with? I mean, it, it was an easy non-con. I mean, you, you can't you can't look at everybody we played. But there was also quality in there. Like you beat Wright State on the road. Okay. That's yeah. not like, it's not like you beat Kansas on the road, but like that is a quality mid major win on the road. That's tough to do to walk yeah. into Wright State and, and pull off a W. So you have to give them some credit for that. And then you, you, you take Liberty, who Liberty was in control, looked like they were probably going to win unless Western figured out how to take care of some things. Western figured it out, ended up taking like a, I think it was 14 point lead. And 
really melted it down to even give Liberty a chance. And credit to Liberty, they they have a good team and uh, good culture and everything, and they're definitely going to be right there with Western at the end of the year, and it's probably going to be us and Liberty in the championship. Yeah. But, I mean, Western – had the chance that they could have blown out Liberty in the in the first game of of conference season. I mean, is a fourteen or a thirteen or fourteen point lead. I mean, it easily could have expanded up to twenty, and we could have coasted the last few minutes of the game. And yeah. instead, we kind of melted it down and almost lost. But you know what? If if I'm painting, if you're writing a script, um, an exciting game to open Conference USA, beating the conference favorite. I mean, you got to take that as well. And so it's just like A++ plus plus for, for Steve Lutz right now. Like, it's been it's been incredible. I, I think he's done a lot. I agree with you on most on all your points. Um, my thing is, is I don't know if it's like the conditioning. Like, he's got these dudes just so well conditioned right now that they are just, you know, f- I that they are able to out condition the, the, uh, you know, outrun the, uh, their opponents. Um, but I mean, they're doing amazing and it's, uh, it's really great to see. Um, you know, like you said, Western's lost what three. Yeah. They're 12 and three right now. I'll take that. Honestly, yeah. I didn't see us being this, this far ahead. I was honestly thinking 20 wins was the ceiling. If we won 20 games this year, you know, you know, that's, that's that, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, if we win 20, that's a decent rebuilding year. So be it, we're okay. But I think, th- I mean, I think he's gotten this team into a really good shape in a short amount of time. And I, I think the icing on the cake, we make the dance. Um, if we make it to the conference title game again and lose this year, I think, you know, we just have to uh, leave the conference altogether. But that's just me. Oh, right. let's go independent. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just cursed. It's cursed. That's what's up. So, um, <laughs> I mean, that's that's all it can be at this point. You got to just write it off. It's done. So, gosh, that'd be four in a row loss. That would be that would be frustrating. <laughs> frustrating would be like the that would be the, the easiest yeah. thing to say. Um, Gosh, I mean, yeah. If you and I, I don't know what else you're gonna say. Sorry, man. I'm just go right ahead. Go right ahead. I'm just too excited. Um, but like now that we're twelve and three, it's almost like if they don't win, <laughs> it's a disappointment. Like I don't, oh, I I don't know, know right? how you feel. Like if Western loses in the quarterfinals of the tournament, like that's a disaster at this point. Like you, yeah. you started twelve and three. You know, you're probably going to be top two or three seed in the conference for sure, even if you kind of screw it up in conference. Like, the expectation is now, like, this might be the year to get it done. And so anything less than going to the tournament is going to feel like, well, crap, we kind of let off the gas at the end of the year. No matter what happens, no matter, like, what what else happens the rest of this year, it's going to feel like, man, we, we had something going. And then it just kind of fell apart. And so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Hopefully it ends up in euphoria. But if it doesn't, I'll be interested to see how people react because, um, you know, like you, you have these expectations coming in. You know, you think all oh, 15, 20 wins, that's kind of your range, whatever. And 
you already have surpassed that to where like you need to win um, half of your conference games and you exceed expectations coming into the year. Um, you know, when you're in January and <laughs> you're already at 12 wins, like um, it's just, it'll be fun to see what happens the rest of this year. Yes, man. That's, it's incredible. It's, I mean, it's exciting. I mean, I don't, I don't think Western fans were as hyped. I mean, we were kind of excited, but I don't think we were as hyped coming into last year's basketball season. Oh Lord. No, I mean, I think everybody's just kind of callous from, uh, and they still are. I think that's why you haven't seen the, the huge crowd. It was a big crowd. It was a good crowd, um, against Liberty. Um, you know, 5,000 plus with no students, like you, you'll take that, um, especially in a rebuilding year, quote unquote, so to speak. I mean, <clears throat> but I think people, I think if there hadn't been a decade of not making the tournament, like people are still like, well, you haven't made the tournament. Like it doesn't really matter yet. Yeah. You know, and I think that's where like once, once you break that seal, that's when the floodgates really open and you're going to see the, the crazy, you know, Bowling Green and surrounding counties that, that you saw in some of these NCAA tournament runs um, where the, it just, it was wild on campus and, you know, everybody's got a red towel and, um, you know, like selection shows and all that. Like, I, I can't I was gonna wait. Say, like I, I was going to say, ready. do we do hypothetically here, if you're administration, do you not start trying to, to, to supplement the crowd, so to speak, give away tickets. You do this, you do that. Right. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, I'm wrong uh, in this thought. Well, I, I would think you need to get diddle full. I mean, surely that's, that's the goal. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they think they need to do, but I imagine, I imagine they would want to be able to charge full price and get people in the stadium. But like, oh, I, that's, in my opinion, that's always the argument, but go ahead. Yeah. Right. Just whatever. We'll make more money and have a few less people in there. In my opinion, get it full with by whatever, whatever means necessary. Yep. And then, you know, once you have your quality and you've proven that you've got a good product for your price, then, then it, it's reasonable to raise it because you got, you got such demand, but if you don't yes. have the demand, get people in there and have them remember a sold out diddle arena, even when Western sucked. Yes. And then you're going to have people that are going to continue coming back for the rest of their life. Like I remember when I was little and you hear diddle and, and you leave and your ears are ringing and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was, it was wild and crazy in there and everybody's leaving with a sweat ring. Cause they're all screaming, standing up and shouting and doing everything. They're hoarse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, that that's what that's what it should be, but you got to build that back, and you have to keep building those generations, or you're going to have gaps where, like, the last decade, who knows what damage that's done to the legacy of Western basketball as far as like the the twenties to thirty five year olds right now. Like, there's not as much passion for WKU, and you've got super passionate older people. Well, they're obviously getting older. And less energy, they're not going to be the ones driving the crowd and all that. Like you need, no. 
you need they're going to be back. from the students. Yes. And your students they're, have seen nothing. They don't know anything about WKU. They've never heard yeah. anything about Ty Rogers or uh, Darnell Me or whatever. They don't know any of that. And so yeah. they're just they just think Western's an average basketball yeah. school. Yeah. Well, Jim McDaniels, I mean, you've got the older players too that were mm-hmm. um that were really you know, well good athletes and everything. I mean, even Carlisle, well, Jim McDaniels got them, got Western to their first Final Four. I mean, if you count it, um, since it was taken away. But you watch your mouth. <laughs> um, but no, like um, I, I still count it. You anyway. support Austin Reed, but you don't support Jim McDaniels. Hey, I support Jake Omer. You watch your mouth. Which, by the way, I think what they say he's going to Australia or something. Australia, yeah. So congratulations to him. Glad he's having some uh, success there. Um, but they call uh, him a, a stunning guard or something like that. Like, what is that? Yeah, like? he has, uh, he's, he's stunning, like he's good looking. Yeah. They think he's hot. I mean, some of these uh, boomers probably thought so, but, um, <laughs> no, um, no, Jake Omer was always, uh, he was entertaining for me in the, like, uh, kind of like somebody who just is very goofy and just does whatever they want to. That's kind of how he was to me. Um, not really like on the basketball court, but just with the boomers, the boomers loved him and it was always the go-to for them. Jake Omer. So it was just always Jake Omer. Um, I won't you let him play. We're going to have to, we're going to have to loop in um, Alex for the pro tops on that though. We have yeah. got to get more Jake Omer coverage. Yeah. So. And then Paige Briggs in uh, Omaha. There you go. Those two, um, we got to follow them. Yes, uh, but yes, like um, as far as like getting people in the stadium, I mean, my thing is is concessions, dude. That's my that's my always my argument here is concessions. You know, I don't know how that works. I don't know how they cook it or whatever they do in there or how long it's been on that little roller. But um, I'm assuming probably, like gas probably station several food. games. Yeah, I'm assuming like gas station food, like. <laughs> You've got to get that stuff out of there. So have a have a, a little league basketball night and have all the the little league girls, the little league boys, the co-ed teams, whatever. Mm-hmm. Have them come in. You know, do a honor roll night. Do boys and girls, uh, the big brothers, big sisters. You know, boys and girls club, whatever. There are mm-hmm. so many different things you could give away. You know, fifty, hundred tickets or whatever. And then you 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 get these kids in there, you know, you show them a good time, and you got a fan for life. You know, I mean, I don't see how this is a hard thing. I like you were saying, when I was a kid, I remember our middle school football coach at the end of our football season would take us to a Western game every year. He put it on his credit card and he'd get tickets. I don't know if he knew somebody to get some kind of deal or something, or if Western was that bad. We got cheaper tickets. I don't remember, but you know, it was one of those things that, you know, well, when I, you were in middle school, what was that Clem Haskins? I don't even remember. Uh, it was um, in the, the mid 80s. What was that? Um, no, oh, good God, no, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm that damn old. Um, Did you not pick up on that? Come on, the Clem yes, Haskins era. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I was like, as a coach. Yeah, I didn't, you know, not as a player, as a coach. I was showing you some love, man. You're, oh, yeah, you're yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're not 90 um, tonight. You're, yeah. I remember those days. I pooped my pants. Anyway, um, no, they, uh, but 
Um, I think we'll see. That was Remember those um, commercials. Uh, the the guy sits up in the bed and he goes, "I shit my bed." Oh, that's the greatest Kmart. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Kmart. That's what it was. I, I shit my, my pants. pants. It's pretty cool to ship your pants. I ship my drawers. Um, I'm trying to look here to see who the coach was. That was Harbaugh. That was Jack Harbaugh. Because uh, it would have been like the early 2000s, right before they kind of, I won't say got good, but it was right before they, they were like amazing. You know, does that make yeah, sense? Well, early, yeah. Yeah, so it was cool. like yeah, okay. late 90s. Because I, I remember watching the national championship game on TV mm-hmm. just randomly, just flipped to ESPN. It was Western versus uh, Chattanooga. And I was like, what the? How did this work out? McNeese uh, State, Devin. Know your hilltop for history. Was that McNeese? Okay, it was in Chattanooga, though. Okay, okay. I knew. I, I knew. There, brother. Oh, was you really? That's hilarious. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Um, we were fans the whole time, man. That was when we were in Nashville, so it wasn't that far away for us. Yeah. So, um, but yes, I did remember. I mean, of course, I was literally just flipping through the channels, and it came on, and I remember watching that, and I was like, "That is amazing." Uh, course at that point i really didn't have any idea what college i was going to go to i think i was probably like a uh freshman in high school so i you know i wasn't even to that point yet um but yes you you've got to get kids in this you've got to get kids in you've got to get you know and i'm saying kids high school age middle school age whatever you get them in there guess Mm -hmm. what they're hungry those little munch whatever they want to eat something okay so you get them in there you get hot dogs you get some pizza whatever and it is not hard to get them interested i mean you could always do you know pay adult ticket and a kid for free the kid's gonna eat they gonna eat they want to eat i remember one of my uncles uh took me to a western basketball game um and he was he came back to the he brought he came back to the uh Dropped me off at the house after the game, and uh, he told my parents, he was like, he eats a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, um, middle school, bullied. elementary age. He's like, he eats a lot. And I was like, like oh, well, you know. Uh, but, you know, kids are going to eat. I mean, so you're going to make money in concessions. You know, so I, I do not support the argument that um, Westerns, uh, people who buy season tickets, you know, well, they get mad. Okay, they get mad. If they don't like it, drop your season tickets and go on someplace. Where are you going to go? Rup? Go on. Go sit there with the rest of the fuddy duds. We didn't want you anyway. Go cats. Go Kates. Yeah. Wow. So, but, yeah, by the way, side story right here towards the end of the episode. Um, my... <laughs> Uh, my wife's family, we do Christmas uh, two weeks after. Uh, so this past weekend, we did Christmas with them. Uh, so we're sitting there in West, uh, not Western, good Lord. UK was playing Florida. And they have got the, they're having such problems with their internet right now. Uh, but the internet kept buffering. And they were watching it on like uh, Spectrum TV, the app or whatever on the TV. Mm-hmm. And like it was buffering so bad to the point that it was like a 10 minute intermission between each time you'd watch the game for about 30 seconds and then it would buffer and you'd be like, you know, we'd be walking in and out of there, you know, you'd walk by and you'd be like, Hey, it says it's uh 3843. And, you know, of course my wife's aunt is just, you know, completely blue. 
<laughs> loves UK. Loves UK. Um, and she's like, who's up? And I'm like, uh, Florida. Damn it. <laughs> uh, but and but then you know she'd run in there to watch it and start buffering and it was the greatest thing for me i was just laughing oh, the awesome. whole time myself um because i thought it was so funny but again uh just a real quick recap here western is playing sam houston uh the men's score is it. tied at 19 is what i saw oh, just a few i clicked the click the wrong one ago. sorry I clicked February 1st, Sam Houston game. Um, yeah, that doesn't do you much good, does it? Yep, there is 724 to go in the first half, and it is 1919. That game is on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, I'm not going to do you a lot of good tomorrow when the episode drops, but uh, you can catch most of the Western games there. Um, we I'm will... sure there are 12s of people listening to us right now, Devin, live. <laughs> and you're welcome. 12. The twelve disciples. They have <laughs> they have followed us this far. <laughs> One of you shall betray me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the girls is actually doing really well. Uh thirty six twenty nine right now, five forty seven to go in the second. Uh so like I said, I will update the end of the uh episode. We'll have the the updated scores for those of you listening. Uh and tomorrow or uh, next week we'll be talking um Sorry, we've got Jacksonville. And yeah, the return of Ray Harper. Did yes. you know about that, Devin? That's uh, that'll be interesting. Western sure. is going to be playing Jacksonville State, five p.m. on the thirteenth. So, what is that? Saturday. Saturday, Saturday night, five p.m. Uh, the girls are going to be playing at three thirty p.m. Um, are they both at home? Yes. No. No, girls are at Jacksonville State. Sorry. Yeah, that, and the guys they're doing are the opposite. During uh during conference play, it's opposite. They okay, one at home, one at away. Okay, so the girls will be in Jacksonville. Uh, go support them if you are in that area. Um, and then uh, of course the guys are going to be at home playing Jacksonville State. Return of Ray Harper. Dun, dun, dun. And then we will be talking New Mexico State next week. They play next Thursday, uh, and that's a nine p.m. tip off at New Mexico State. And then the girls will be playing at home against New Mexico State. So woo. So that'll be fun. Thrilling. I am too damn old for these 9 p.m. tip-offs. And there's two back-to-back. Yeah. You going to be just, okay, buddy? It's You're exhausting. To, I'll have to take like a to, mid-afternoon nap. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe have some non-decaf tea. Oh, my gosh. I get all jittery. I can't handle it. can't handle my caffeine. Maybe have a Diet yeah. Coke about 6 o'clock at night. Ooh, I'll be up all night. <laughs> uh, but we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, talking Western basketball. Uh, maybe update with some football transfers and or, you know, maybe not transfers. Maybe transfer in, transfer outs. I don't know. Uh, follow the Cal Rack. We're pumping out articles. Hail to the Chief, Matt McKay, new head editor. Goodbye, uh, day. I'm I'm the chief, right? Oh my KD. I got the I meant that was to very, do that. that I thought about racist. Doing... What? That's the presidential <laughs> march. Oh no, I was I was doing a Native American impression. Um <laughs> I was talking about me. I was like, what the <laughs> Oh. Uh so check back next week. We'll be back with you then. 
and uh, follow the towel rack. They're pumping out articles left and right because if they don't, Matt is going to smack somebody around. Uh, but is that the impression I'm leaving in the chat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slave driver. Yep, it's a sweatshop over there. Just watch out. Um, definitely check back next week. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. We appreciate your support. And uh, as always, guys, go tops. Go tops. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. See ya.